Pirate Spence, the evil genius, with your lab secrets tip of the day. Hey, happy holidays to everybody, and I hope you're having a really relaxing time. We've gotten a couple questions at the lab about how we go about making some of our tutorial videos, as well as how we do some of our animated videos. And I wanted to do a quick review to show you the tools that we use and to make you confident that you can actually start doing this kind of stuff yourself. The wonderful world of software has made it a democratized experience for anybody who wants to do this stuff, because pretty much there's little or no cost involved. Now, we're on Mac OS X, as you can probably see, but there are tools available for PC, although, to be quite frank, I would encourage anybody who's on the fence, go on over to the Apple Store, play around. I think once you do this, you're probably going to at least pick up a basic little laptop to do some of this stuff on a Mac. It's just infinitely easier and, in some ways, a more enjoyable experience. Okay, so what are the tools? I've got three basic tools that I use, plus a fourth that patches it all together, and then I use that in combination with a little bit of fun and common sense. So the three tools are, number one, Keynote, which is a native Mac OS X product that comes in iLife, and it's something that's very similar to the PC product called a PowerPoint. Uh, I like the Keynote version for the reasons obviously it's running on Mac, but more importantly it also has some built-in tools that allow me to do two major things. One is editing any kind of graphic and two is making animations that rival some of the things I would do in After Effects or a more expensive and complicated product. The second product I use is called GarageBand and that's also a native uh, OSX product. It comes with I believe the regular installation, but you can also get a bunch of accessories for it. Uh, I should say it comes with iLife. You can get a bunch of accessories for it to add additional loops and soundtracks and things. And what's great about GarageBand is I use it for pre-processing my voice input that goes through my microphone. And I use it for post-processing the sound effects and the other things that we add to some of the videos. The third tool is ScreenFlow. ScreenFlow is the sugar daddy of my setup because it does all the good things we need to make everything work. And it replaces uh, the video editing software I used to use, which was Final Cut Pro or iMovie. And it's got now some tools in version 3 that allow you to do audio processing, some animation, and to basically just fine-tune everything, patch it together, and output it in a ready-to-go format for hosting on our video host. Uh, such as Wistia, who is our partner and one of the best to do this for if you're an entrepreneur, for a couple of reasons I'll outline in a second. Now, what do I use to hold this all together? Well, up in the right corner, you can see here, I use a little software called Soundflower, which is basically a patching program that lets you take the input and output of the audio and manipulate it in a way so that, for example, in my case, instead of the microphone going into the system sound and then not being processed, I can patch it with Soundflower directly into GarageBand and then have GarageBand process it while the video is recording and while the audio is recording into ScreenFlow. Uh, now, the microphone I use is called a Blue Mic Snowball. It's available at bluemic.com. And it's something that I think is about 70 bucks retail. Terrific because it's mounted on an arm. It's very small, gives great sound. And it's something that if you're going to do a number of recordings for, really makes a huge difference because otherwise people will be distracted by whatever the sounds are that are going on in the background. A Blue Mic is a professional level at a consumer price. All right, now, how does this all work? Well, the basic workflow is something really simple, and I'm not going to make this a tutorial for you know Keynote or any of the other products, but just to give you a quick idea. If we're doing an animated video, I use Keynote to set up the slides, and each slide should be considered something like a scene in a movie. It can have a lot of different things going on, but when it transitions to the next scene, 
uh, that's when the slide will change. The slides themselves can have a bunch of characters, or you can call them elements. In this case, we have a couple elements that I can animate individually. Now, the animation takes place really easily here with screen, uh, sorry, with Keynote, because it's got a bunch of pre-made effects. Now, again, I'll do this in another tutorial, but just to give you a quick example, what's cool is this allows me to actually open up a drawer and you can see the elements and I can see even in the window a real quick sample of what the elements are going to be doing from an animation standpoint. I can also click over in the upper left window and see the finished ready to go version here with audio and everything attached. Now what's great about Keynote though is it does two things as I mentioned earlier. One is it gives me a great amount of control over creating visual elements even if it's just for static use. I love this so much that I've almost stopped using Photoshop. The second thing is, as I'm just mentioning, allows you to take those elements and put them together in a way that can be then animated into something that rivals what I might have used After Effects for to do in the past. Let me give you a quick little example of how this might work. First of all, I have this setup here which already has audio and I'm going to remove that so that we don't let, have to listen to the soundtrack while I'm editing. Uh, I could create a new slide and I'm not going to go into lengthy here, but if I wanted to just add, let's say, some basic text effects. So this is a text effect. Now, it's like your 20-second preview. I'm going to change it to a cool font, maybe something like this Hiragino. And I can scale it. Maybe I'll make it about 72 pixels. Okay. Maybe I want to add a little bit of uh, an effect to this, maybe like a little bit of a shadow. Or if I want, I could do an Apple-like effect. How's that? Now, I want this to move on the screen. Well, in the After Effects world or in the Flash, I'd have to do a bunch of keyframes and all that stuff. Ah, don't have to worry about it. Click here on Keynote. Go over to my Element Editor for building. I say when I build in, which means I want it to come on the screen, let's do something fun. Let's do scale big. That's kind of a cool effect, right? And then we'll say scale out or build out. I want it to just diffuse, which is like I want it to blow away like in a science fiction movie. And let's take a look. If we go over here, let me get rid of this first slide. Let's take a look at what this would look like. Okay, not too bad, right? Let's just change it and spice it up. Instead of dissolve, I should have clicked on diffuse. All right, and let's go ahead and shorten the duration of that, make it a little faster. Let's take a look again comes in, boom, blows away. Now, I can take this to another level and I can choose another built-in effect. Maybe I want to do something fun like bouncy. Let's take a look at how that is. Okay, and boom, blow it away, you're done. Now, again, this is just like, what, 20 seconds, I just was able to make some cool effect, but the software makes it so easy. And if I want to modify it, no problem. This is a big, text effects. I can even go ahead and highlight and I can change the color of just this particular text here. Maybe I want to make that red. Okay. I can even change, you know, the effect of that particular red and I can go ahead and double up. This would look kind of ridiculous, but I can add some shadow just on that one. Now this kind of stuff is easy enough for your mom to do and with the animation especially, you're going to see Keynote in a couple tutorials in the future. Definitely a tool to have. I'll go ahead and I'll render this by going ahead and creating uh, a slideshow, which is to record a slideshow and it'll set it up and it'll do the timing and all that. 
And when it's done, I can then go ahead and take the finished slideshow and I can export it. And from there, I can decide what format. And in this case, if I'm doing it as a video to go into ScreenFlow, I'll choose QuickTime and I'll say, use the recorded timing. And I'll choose the format, which in this case will be full quality large, or I might make something custom. In this case, the 1280 by 720, which is the HD resolution. I click Next, and it'll go ahead and output that particular uh, movie file. Once I've got the movie file, I go on to my next tool, which is ScreenFlow. And here I've got an example where I've gone ahead and taken the animation uh, that I created previously, and I went ahead and I dropped it in to the layer below. And once I have that on here, I can scrub through it. You can see that I'm able to slice it and dice it and manipulate it, but I can also add audio tracks and effects above it, which is what I did. I added my uh, voiceover to the top track, and I added the sound effects track below. Let's talk about the sound effects real quick. The sound effects were in GarageBand, and here's what they look like. This is a file that I created just for this particular demo video. And what's cool about it is it also has the ability for you to put in your audio as well as um, the sound effects you're making and the video that you're trying to add them to. So in this case, I can scrub along and you can see there's a little tiny preview window which can pop out. And as I scrub along, I can see exactly at what point in the movie I'm adding an effect. Like in this case, I'm adding an exploding sound when and brought back I go over. To instantly integrate the power and features of BuddyPress, BBPress, and WooCommerce. Okay, so now that I've got some special effects added to the particular uh, soundtrack, I'm going to take this and output it one last time back over and make sure that that final movie looks perfect. If it needs any tweaking, I can drop it back into ScreenFlow and do the particular timing and other manipulation in order to get the effects exactly right. Once that's all done, I'm going to go ahead and upload it to Wistia, where at Wistia, they will encode it into the proper format to be cross-compatible with any browser. And then I can embed that or I can share that with an email program like MailChimp in order to get the word out. But I'm going to show you in some future tutorials exactly the details of how to do these effects and how to put together this entire product. And the result will be something like you'd see over here at labzip.com where we've got the promotional video running. What we did here is we actually added an overlay thumbnail so it looks like a blackboard, but when you click on it, remember the good old days when families would have a lot of children in order. And that's it. Okay, listen, I hope you guys have a safe and warm holiday season. We'll look forward to seeing you over at labsecrets.com. You can even check out this video over here for the holiday sale of our child themes at labzip.com. If you have any questions, you can always reach us at help at labsecrets.com. This is Spence, the evil genius. We'll see you next time.